You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Has faces like that meme, and they're like, "How do you explain like when someone starts explaining card game rules to you, and you just like yeah. sh- start crying and shut down?" That's a bad. I had no idea. What it was. All right, Patrick, this is called Boo-Ray. Um, Yo, uh, as we sometimes do, we got the cool, fun, exclusive pleasure to debut a track here by band uh, that all three of us have enjoyed. I certainly really enjoyed their record from a couple years back. I think it was one of my favorite records of that year. Uh, the band is Drill Sergeant from Philadelphia. Uh, they have a new 7-inch coming out on Refuse Records that should be available to order for pre-order when you're hearing this. Um, the 7-inch is called Grim New War, and the song is called Cries for Justice, uh, featuring the Meat Man, uh, a.k.a. Trevor, from Wound Man, Internal, a uh, whole hell of a lot of other bands that you've heard. And Sweet like. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, brother. Uh, brother, yeah, a bunch. So, uh, Drill Sergeant cries for justice. Go order this record out on Refuse Records uh, in the U.S. and Europe right now. So go check it out. Um, kick it. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I am Tom. And we are a well-oiled machine tonight, guys. How you feeling? How you doing? Uh, what's going on in general? I mean, we mm. talked for like an hour and a half before we started. It's true. Uh, I'm just it's pretty great. Real quick, this is a bit in the New York Post about some uh, Tennessee cops that are all lost Oh, Megan Hall, yes. Oh, you know Megan. I'm um, familiar. Not intimately, the, but you know. This is the only part of the thing that I, this just came across my desk. Uh, maybe this is old, old news to you. Across folks. my news desk. Yeah, my news desk. Welcome to PKN. I just like this. After initially denying sexual relationships with Powell and Magliocco, those are two other police officers, Hall later copped to the affairs and also admitted to having sex with Lugo, another officer, at a motel after they, this is just the part I like. At a motel after they met at a go-kart center. 
a charge that Lugo initially denied before ca- caving under a second interrogation. He's like, okay, it wasn't the go-kart I've done center. all that stuff, but I it did not go to the, a go-kart center. <laughs> it wasn't the go-kart center. It was mini golf. What are we talking about here? Yo, I Dude, just, I love I, that the post opted to keep in this detail that they met oh, at the go-kart center. <laughs> and how Tennessee is that? <laughs> I just saw that on Twitter because that comedian Mark Norman just wrote back, just like reposted that story and just with the question, Body cam footage. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I, I, I'm, I don't know about these people can fuck all day for all I care. I, I, right. I just, th- I just thought that the go-kart part was very funny and that's all I got to contribute this entire episode. Right. I've cheated on my wife and my family, but I did not go <laughs> to a go-kart center with that woman. You could not catch me dead at a go-kart center. Thank you and praise to our sponsors. Closed casket activities. Uh, go <laughs> uh, thank you and praise to our sponsor to live a lie Meow. thank you and praise to our sponsor convulse records uh, 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 ski ball thank you and praise to our sponsor run for cover records bounce house we're going to hit the ski ball and bounce house. Let us start with the ski ball because I want to be balanced before I, I swing the balls here. Uh, Convulse Records, go to convulserecords.com. Uh, and I am going to urge you, if you have not, uh, please, please, please buy the recent repress of the Gel Cold Brat split. I might have big up that already. Did I big up that? No, I didn't. I big up the nag. No, we did. We talked about that on... The best of 2022, man. Oh, yeah. So I have talked about this. I don't need to tell you anymore. Go back and listen to that episode. The record rips. Uh, Gel does have an LP coming out this year on um, maybe this very good um, oh. Also get the Gel Shock Therapy long sleeve or this is cool. I like this energy. You like the Gel side, get the Gel Shock Therapy long sleeve. You like the Cold Brat side more, which, yo, that's good record. Uh Get the Cold Brats Shock Therapy Long Sleeve. Love the energy. Love the split. And also, by the way, Convulse has really cool label shirts. So, cop one of those three shirts. Send me a picture, and uh, we'll we'll give you something cool. Uh, ConvulseRecords.com. Check them out. They got a, a big year coming. Um, Patrick, you ready for the bounce house? I'm ready for the bounce house. Run for cover records.com. RunForCoverRecords.com. Guys, have you heard, have you seen, are you familiar with a little band called One Step Closer? Uh, yeah, I am. Tom? That is intimately. Yes, I'm yeah. a big fan. Uh, they have a new EP, a 12-inch EP, one-sided, called Songs for the Willow. Uh, it's one-sided, 12-inch. It is the most recent material recorded after the first LP. Um, I know for a fact that people are freaking out about it. People are really excited. They are currently on tour and killing it so far. The limited version out of 300 on sky blue is sold out. Mm. There's a orange version and a cloudy clear, both still available. You can get, there's a bunch of, packages some really cool merch actually i think maybe my favorite one step closer merch that's available right now right here um or as we suggested last week patrick without looking what is the name of the monthly the run for cover uh uh vinyl subscription oh um come on uh hold on two words yeah 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 
Um, First word. Uh, it's un- a band. Un- it un- describes what a vinyl record is. All right. First word. Not Kareem, but magic. All right. Second word. Not uh, square. Circle. Boom. There we go. Magic Circle vinyl subscription. There is a version of this record on Amber out of 100. We told you last time we talked about these this stuff to subscribe. We are telling you again to subscribe. Get it? Uh, I bet if you get it with this OSC record that you've already made your money back on that subscription. So do it to it. Um, excited. Excited for the boys and once up closer. The record looks cool. It's got a really cool. Um, it's got a like um, the art is on the B side of the LP, which I don't know how they're doing. It. It's this different process that I haven't seen yet. So I'm kind of excited to see how it comes out. That's uh, cool. Yeah, it's going to be cool. So go check that out. Obviously, everybody should still check out the first LP, place we know. Um, Runforcoverrecords.com. Let's go. When you hear this, they'll be in the North Carolina, Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. They're playing in Brooklyn, sold out already. Hell yeah. With Life's Question and Soul Blind. Mm, Nice little tour. Yeah, OSC, headlining. Very cool. Uh, Love to see the growth. Um, Band who's working really hard. Really cool. So shout out, guys. Speaking of that tour, Tom, it's show season. It is show season. It is show season. You've You've been busy going to shows. Patrick went to a show. Patrick went to a concert in Australia. Maybe we'll get to that too. Um, But before we get there, we got one more piece of business to do for y'all. Yeah. You guys heard about this little festival in in Detroit, Tied Down Festival? Oh, I heard of it. Quite quite aware. And what I understand is uh, is, uh, we're, we're planning to probably be there, right? We're trying to go. We're fitting to go. I would love to be there. Okay, all right, all right. We're trying to make that happen. We've been trying a long time. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've never spent significant time in Detroit. Uh, I'd like to. I've seen Barbarian. I've spent, I've spent more time on Mackinac Island than uh, Detroit, so I need to get need to get it shaped up. I'm a little sad. It's June third and fourth, twenty twenty three. Tom, maybe we can catch a Tigers game. Ooh, I'd be into that. Right, what I'm saying. Lou Whitaker, uh, Alan Trammell. <laughs> We're going classic Cecil Fielder. We'll Cecil see him. Fielder made yeah. me feel seen. Uh, who was the coach? Oh, Old uh, man coach. Oh, Sparky Lee. Anderson. Sparky Anderson. Oh, R.I.P. Sparky Anderson. Um, somebody better have a Sparky Anderson merch piece at Tied Down Festival for me. Uh, the headliners: Gorilla Biscuits, Trapped Under Ice. The first line: Negative approach, drain, little ugly mane, never ending game. Uh, drug church, God's hate, harm's way, incendiary, bugging, dead body, end it, gag, gel, gridiron, king nine, magnitude, pain of truth, robber gade, spy, true love, warfare. Hold on, here's the really small text. Cosmic joke, yo, the boys yo, in Mac. cosmic boys. joke. Evan, Mac, other folks, other other Millers. Uh, hell yeah, cosmic joke. Should have put them on the top line. Ends Great. of sanity. Hold my right? own. Anti up, cosmic joke, bitter truth, D block, cosmic, cosmic like joke again. They're playing. They're playing like three times. <laughs> Doubt it. More pollution and uh, wait. Oh, headliner, cosmic joke. There you go. Hell uh, yeah. 
So uh, this fest is cool. This is cool. Uh, I haven't even had time to process this because uh, uh, my life is just so full. But I looking oh, at it now. Off. Looking at it now, this is a very this is a very good show. Yeah, that the Russell cool. Industrial Center, uh, if they spelled center with a K, we could really put this into your initials, Patrick. Um, but we can't. It is June third and fourth, twenty twenty three, in Detroit, the Russell Industrial Center. Yo, uh, the the folks behind Tied Down have given us two sets of tickets. Let me look and make sure I'm not saying I'm giving away too much stuff. Uh, let's see. They said they want to give away two sets of tickets. Yeah, for the whole thing, pre-show, main fest, and after gigs. So you're gonna yes. get to see Cosmic Joke like eight times. It's cool. Okay, it's really cool. You might even meet Pat. Yeah, maybe. We're going to do signings. There's going to be signings down the street. Any good comic shops in the Detroit? Probably one out in like uh, Auburn Hills, right? Like I'm near sure the palace. I'm sure yeah. there's a good one. Uh, yeah, look, this. Uh, what do you guys think of this lineup? This is like a, a pretty distilled, like, you know, these fests in the middle of the country, I don't think they go one of two ways. Either they are kind of concentrated or they blow it out with too many too many regionals in my opinion mm. uh and this doesn't this seems to be the former where where mm. it's uh uh th- this feels like a very good like whatever day you're there is going to be a good day you're not going to fe- you're not going to feel beaten up by the amount of hardcore that you had to consume i feel like Yo. this is like the perfect mix of younger and older yeah because i think this is it's come a time that it's like for years, it was too much old. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that kind of went by the wayside. Then it almost veered too young sometimes and, and mm-hmm. pushed some of the older folks out. Some deservedly, some not. I think this is like the perfect way to kind of like – this works for literally everybody. The bridge gap, mend the fence. Yes. Build it right back to you, you know. Um, shout out uh, to this festival. I am most excited for Trapped Under Ice and Cosmic Joke. And so should you. Uh, looks and drug church, I guess too. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to see dead body. Uh, I am very excited about TUI, although I have no idea if I'm playing on their day. Um, we're all appro- excited about negative approach. Yes. Negative approach. Uh, can't go wrong. Um, Harm's way. Haven't seen in a long minute. Um, never Gel. seen. Gag. Never seen gag. Uh, mm. End uh, it. Gridiron is going to be great to see. Gridiron home game. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Um, I can't wait yeah. to see incendiary like pushing Pat into a corner and having a conversation with him. <laughs> Yo, what if they sick. did? What if they pushed him in a corner and started hit him with the like uh, cool noodles? Arms weak, knees are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. He's nervous. Spaghetti, you know what spaghetti, I mean? Spaghetti. spaghetti. Uh, yeah. What if, they cha- <laughs> what, if, what if they challenge me to a rap battle? Yo, uh, on stage. Oh my God. Can you be their MC? Like, what can we get going here? To really listen, I, I hope they do so I can explain that I like their band and I'm supportive as hell. And you love rap music. And I love rap music. I'm into the hip hop. Uh, so, it, listen, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, I agree with you. Good bridge. Show. That's a wild line. Gorilla Biscuits is one of those bands that. Um, so let's talk about this real quick. No maybe dust. We're, maybe we're going in. Well, Tom, maybe we're going in a little bit of a direction here. Mm. Gorilla biscuits, dust mm-hmm. or no dust? None. No dust. Tom says no dust. I'm not saying no dust. I can't stand by no dust. Come on. You know what? I, if there's parts of me that want look, I want to say this. 
Civ 2023, Civ 95, he's got a better style in 2023, right? I mean, come, yeah, well, yeah, come on. Yeah, but nobody <laughs> wants the fucking the crease. Yo, he's, but I'm saying, dude is up to his play. game. Is Walter yeah. cooler or less cool than he was in 95? The just same. Cool. Yeah, just maybe cool. cooler. How he's does been he cool like, since 1968? Whoever he's been born, is, he's the yeah, coolest he's fucker dude. alive. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Um, so uh, you know what? And did you see I'm any throw some out there? Yeah. GB, negative approach, two of the last older bands that zero yeah. dust. Yeah, they, they got what is that stuff you put on your, your clothes so they don't collect dust? They got that Scotch spray. Guard. Yeah, Scotch Garden. Yeah, we're giving them the Scotch Guard treatment. Um, because if you watch that GB footage from their show in California like a month or two ago. Yeah, it was lit. People in Garden Grove, people were going nuts, well, and that's okay, so, the energy. Oh. So that's my question. There's a there's a show that we're going to talk about. I think right that uh, Gorilla Biscuits still a super draw. I had no fucking idea. And that's yeah. no disrespect to them. Obviously, I like Gorilla Biscuits. I just had no idea that there would be like still a hunger for Gorilla Biscuits. You know what? In 2023, it's just that people love. Like, uh, we're doing an episode soon that I'm telling you about right now. So this is the off-air production on air. The A disease of so you like turnstile now what? Okay, mm. because I think there's some interesting turns. You pick a band per letter, right? So this is homework for the people. Don't email us. Don't send it to us. Do it in your head and think about it. Because to me, there's definitely some classics in that mix. G for GB sounds pretty good to me, you know, but not for everything. Not I. I don't. I think if somebody just got in through Turnstile, there's going to be a lot of contemporary bands. There might be some bands from the '90s. There might be some bands from in the middle there in the early 2000s or recently. Um, but where to next is a fun question for a newly converted. I've we've been getting messages from some newly converteds, and uh, this will be a fun one. GB has great appeal and they are so good live it's magnetic so uh, i don't care if you if you got personal animus with a member of gorilla biscuits when you hear the opening chords to to new direction like it it triggers the stage dive uh reaction in your body you know what i mean like like your body starts going like oh okay it does so we're going to get to that. Uh, we are doing the thing where we're giving away two sets of tickets for Tide Down Fest. Uh, we do this. We post the story with their flyer and stuff on our Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. And you hit us. And the first couple people who hit us, you get the tickets. And we get back to you pretty quick. So um, please do that. Uh, you'll hear this early. Usually, so for the listener, um, I usually post on social media for the show around 9 a.m. Eastern time, New York City time. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Get on there, reply to the story, tickets are yours, and we'll see you in Detroit. But if you are not going to Detroit and you still want to see GB, Tom, there's some a couple gigs coming up here, one of which you're intimately familiar with. There's a couple of concerts coming up. Um, I mean... I mean, sorry, I got to blow the dust off here, apparently, from fucking Pat the Dickhead. Just a conversation. Just a conversation. Just, listen, I queued you up to talk big about a band that we all love very much. Go on. I mean, I love Girl Biscuits. I mean, maybe this is my own shit, 
But I'd like to think the support bands on this also helped. <laughs> yes, um, I would think that's true. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, your boy's worth a couple of tickets, but whatever. I mean, we'll just say it's just girl business. How's that? Um, <laughs> I can't win today. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I play once a year. Give me some fucking slack, man. Um, so Friday, April 28th in beautiful Jersey City, New Jersey at the White Eagle Hall. So if you ever came to any of the uh, latter-day back-to-school jams, it's that venue. It's where Bobby Hurley played basketball for our old-school Duke fans. Mm. Um, it was a former gym of, of St. Joseph's, I think, or St. Patrick's, or some kind of saint. Um, Friday, April 28th at the uh, White Eagle Hall, Never Again, New Jersey's New Blood, the New Jersey's finest. They've been killing a torn a lot. Dead Last, our boy Scanlon, Long Island Hardcore, mm, mm. Age of Apocalypse, Hudson Valley, Anxious, mm, mm. our fellas, our young boys from, from the Northeast. Connecticut. That's it. Come on, Connecticut. NYC. Ooh. Brooklyn boys and, and Gorilla Biscuits. Good show. It's gonna be a fun show. No dust. Good gig. I mean, because I mean, if you think GB's got dust, and then we got dust, and then me and you got beef. That's that's how this works. It's a little different in that GB has had multiple uh, U.S. tours. To uh, uh, no, they did one. I think they did two. Did they not? No, they did one, and now they've done the like. They Fun did, out. you know what? They did. They did do some partial thing a couple years ago. Okay, look. they did a few a set of dates, but not, not a full, full deal. Yep, yeah, yeah, Can that's we? Right. Am I get? Here's a question: Do you fellas feel like I get myself in trouble, or do you think you low key bury me? <laughs> well, I think you get yourself in trouble just by your, moving your lips. Because my whole thing here is, yo, obviously I like Gorilla Biscuits a lot. I think it's – I what Bob described is just a real fact. It is pure stage dive music, and I owe it a lot. Let me say that. Yeah, true. Uh, but I just – I never know with some of the older bands what people are into. Like when I heard that those uh, Circle Jerks uh, Seven Seconds shows were doing well. I'll be frank. I was kind of surprised. You know what I mean? Now, granted, that's probably with an older audience, right? But like, uh, I didn't know that there was that many. I just, you know, look, hardcore is getting older. Uh, that's a fact. We kind of lament it, but I just never know. Is there still like, are the young kids into this? Is it, are the old dudes going to come out? I just never know. That's all. So this I is mean, I think if you curate a good lineup, yes, you're which correct I think all of these shows the other shows like with end it and praise and the shows that are going on in like Baltimore and Richmond. Mm-hmm. And like, if you put together a good lineup, like GB is obviously the fucking clearly the headlining band, but if you put together something cool, people are going to come out. Yeah. And if okay. it's mi- a mixed bill. And then, so I also want to talk Sunday, April 30th, just to give some mm-hmm. shouts to our, my buddy, Tom, who's doing the LA, the show up in Rhode Island and Pawtucket. Mm-hmm. Former um, home of the Mets farm system at the Met Cafe. Were they Paw Sox? They were they the Paw Sox? No, they were the Pawtucket Mets. I think at some point, and then they became the Pawtucket Paw Sox. Red they Sox. used to call yeah. it the Red Sox. Yeah. Well, but the Met we'll, Cafe. Let's celebrate the Mets. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Fuck Carl Square. Right now I'm good. Um, uh, Bulletproof Backpack, who's been playing up there a bunch. Hell yeah. Ankle Biter, whose record from last from 2022 is quite good. Yep. Peace Test. Who we've talked okay. about on this podcast, Pry. Jell, who we we might have mentioned in passing on our podcast, 
Uh, we talk about them every week. We'll slow it with down. Honor. You all need to hear about them. With well, honor. When the LP comes out, we'll talk about them again. With Honor and Gorilla Biscuits. It's Sunday, April 30th, 2 p.m., all ages. Sunday matinee at the Met Cafe in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I would just like to also point out that GB, as having some of the inner workings about this, demanded that all the shows be all ages. No barrier. Yeah. So they could have gotten like they were very, very clear in their directives that they be no barrier, all ages. And then I know so there's Friday in Jersey, Sunday in Rhode Island. There's a Saturday show being worked on in a southern mm. part of New Jersey, mm. a little bit sa- far further south than Bob. Mm. Interesting. Maybe you go there, you know, 50 on red better be right. Just keep an mm. eye out for that. Our friend. Will yeah. Be, yeah. So uh, that's a lot of shows. Show, show, show. Um, yo, I missed the show this weekend, and I, I had mixed feelings. Let me talk to you about this before we continue. Shout out. We don't got no tickets to give you for the Grill Biscuit shows, but get your tickets right now. Uh, they're going to sell out. They might be sold out by the time you hear this, so, you know, do the thing. Um, they're moving. They are moving. I didn't go to the Underdog show in Brooklyn. Also, it was up against uh, a pretty big show up in the city. Um Underdog played Brooklyn with Blood Clot, which seemed interesting too. Um, I mean, I was dope to pass in just to see that. <laughs> you know, it's a twenty-two hour flight, but he's got to he's got to support his boys. <sighs> um, and I'm sad about it. So uh, I, I hope somebody can give me some positive reviews of the Underdog set. Looked, uh, looked I cool. I saw some videos. Looked pretty cool. Uh, just uh, Richie Birkenhead is uh, inimitably cool. Like just cool. Like in the Walter Schreifel's level of cool is yeah. Richie Birkenhead. So Still shout out to Richie. Edgy. Shout out to Underdog. Uh, shout out to Into Another um, fan. Um, Tom, you actually went to some shows. I want to get to hear about that. Before we before we get to that, Patrick, you went to a show in, in Australia. Tell us about this. We always like to get the Australian show report from you. Well, this Patrick get to go first because he never goes, and this is like such. It's like Haley's comment. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I, is, wait till I go to a show, guys. I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, this is uh, this was more on the, sort of the indie or or definitely adjacent. It was uh, because it was uh, Pinwheel, uh, who I've talked about on this podcast before, yep. who, who are just kind of like really good at what they do. Um, it's kind of that. Uh, you know, emo leaning, uh, uh, alternative music, uh, where maybe that doesn't sound sexy the way I said it, but they're, they're just, they have it dialed in. They're good at it. Uh, and Gloam, uh, and Gloam is, uh, is more on the shoegaze sort of tip, uh, fun show, small room, uh, really like the type of room that's fun to play for me personally. Um, mm. so, so I enjoyed it on that level to watch, uh, going to see, I guess comeback kid soon and dream. Uh, I don't know who they're playing with playing with somebody. Drain. What's that drain? Oh, are they playing with drain here? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the internet, man. That's cool. Um, and no, listen, <laughs> yo, yo, the reaction was like, uh, like an old man opening the paper and, uh, seeing the ad on the side you know the one-eighth ad there and going oh there's the show i'm going to oh drain oh oh here oh 
Uh, the worst. I, I listen. <laughs> it, it, so my heart is so full, I can't read. No, here's how I learn about shows. I just learn about shows uh, by a fellow I go to shows with here. Just says, "Hey, uh, you want to go to come back in?" I'll go. Yeah, sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Um, They're playing so, the amplifier bar in two weeks. Okay, and then or January twenty eighth. And then I'm going to go uh, try to see Turnstile at some festival. Uh, and I got I to gotta get into contact with those dudes because I'd like to introduce uh, my stepson to them because he, like, actually – he thinks that shit's so cool. Like, if I tell him I know a dude, he'll be like, you, you're friends with him? And I'll go, yeah, I'm friends with him. He'll go, it's cool. Wow. <laughs> so – Even those bonus points. All right. Yeah, I got to prove that. He's a little bit of – he's uh, – you worry about kids, though, because they're, like, kind of clout demons. All he wants to do is stream. I mean, yeah, he definitely wants a JPEG for his fucking social media. That's what I'm saying. He's, he doesn't have like it yet. Hearing but he's like, how so, Pat? You you know the 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 money the the how much is fifty nine ninety? Is that a good that a, a crazy price for a ticket in Perth? Uh, I think it's sixty one cents on the dollar or something like that. Um, so oh, so it's like a thirty dollar ticket. That's not terrible. Amplifier ticket. bar. Have um, you been to the amplifier bar? I don't know if I have. Let me see. And Perth. Um, so is that Western Australia? Is that why it's Perth WA? Yeah, that's right. Got it. Oh, I'd like also this. Can I make before we go into the shows? Mm. This is my notes. Apologies. Yes, yes. yes. Um, I'm very, very sorry that I mistakenly said that the Beths were from Australia. Oh, yes. Thank you, Tom. They're from New Zealand. Oh, I didn't. I didn't confuse. I know Australia and New Zealand are completely different things. I just didn't remember where they were from. Um, I, I love New Zealand and I love Australia and I love the Beths, but they're from New Zealand. I love Alex Leahy. She plays and she's from Australia. And I love I love them both. And I know they're different countries. And that was my mistake. It will never happen again. I'm going into rehab to make sure that these sorts <laughs> wow, of things. This really is a notes apology. He's working on it. Uh, he's he's been really working on himself inward. and his geography a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more yeah, I, I bought a giant just map of the southern hemisphere. I'm really trying to like I, yeah. I, to, to make sure that this will never happen again. I apologize to everyone from Auckland and the rest of New Zealand proper. Love guys, and affection. Do, do you guys Thanks, know mate. That, the, that the Young brothers are not actually from Australia? Did you know that? Not the, the Angus Young. I'm talking. I was going to say, like, I think they're from Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, no, Malcolm, Malcolm and Angus Young. Uh, were you aware of that? No, where are they from? I think they're Welsh. I'll take a look right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I, that sounds right. Um, I mean, here's the thing: is the relationship between Scottish. Australia and New Zealand, like the relationship between the United States and Canada, a little bit, where it's like, if you if you don't have your glasses on, you're like, yeah, it's the same. But then it's like, oh no, okay, oh okay, yeah, it's it's different. Okay, it's different. Everybody, I know it's different. It's different. Is that it? Yeah, or like if it- I was like, yeah, Our Lady Peace is my favorite American band. I wouldn't be like, hold the fucking phone. They are from Canada. How dare you? But what if what if you said Nickelback was your favorite American band? I'm gonna be like, yeah, and what? What of it? Mm-hmm. Is is Nickelback bad? Uh, Nickelback has a line about uh, a quesadilla in one of their songs. That's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard, and it indicates to me that they don't take themselves very seriously at all. So, in the same respect that I like, like the band Green Jello, I guess I like fucking Nickelback. Is is the term you know the Virgin versus Chad? Is the Chad in question Chad Kroger, Whoa. lead singer of Nickelback? 
just blow your mind on that, folks. <laughs> blow, I'll blow my mind. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Tom, you also went to some shows. Shout out to your Perth adventures and on seeing Drain soon. Patrick, uh, tell us about your weekend of gigs. Well, and you got two weekends of gigs, but start with this one and then we'll go backwards from that. You mean me, right? Yeah, yeah, Tom. Oh, you said Patrick, and I was like, Patrick. Oh, I said Tom first, and then I went back and thanked Patrick for his Uh, birth thing, and then went right back. That's my, I apologize. Um, I'm going to work on myself, and I'm working on Um, Rosetta Stone for English right now. Um, So, yeah, last night, Saturday, uh, January 14th in 2023, in the year of our Lord, I went to Elsewhere, which is a big-ass venue that looks like a laser tag arena in Bushwick, Brooklyn. On 599 Johnson Avenue, which is, if anyone knows the Johnson Avenue, one of, it's the it, it's the centerpiece of Loft Punk for a long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. I mean, it's still going on. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, Pat knows, you know, but I don't. Li- I don't live more. there, so R.I.P. One of his more infamous shows was at the. Uh, Loft that's Punk. true. Where, where, um, where is my brother that had so much to say about that? Well, to, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Remember this will, moment when Patrick talks about not holding stuff. Hey, listen, yeah. I forgot about that until right now. <laughs> I just like to bring it up because it's funny because I was it there is. and I know for a fucking fact that I you didn't say anything. I was standing next to a refrigerator watching you guys in Tiger's Jaw. And no, what he, he the guy misheard. He said the W word. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It was a um, different time. Yeah, it was a different time, different place. So I went to go see Standstill from Long Island, Inclination, mm. and Incendiary doing a 10th anniversary show for their record, Cost of Living, the first LP they put out on our benefactors, uh, Closed Casket Activities. Mm. Um, it was fucking bonkers. It was a concert. Um, 700 people sold out, like way oh, in yeah. advance. Um, they use uh, St. Vitus, which I actually kind of like. I think it's an Australian app. It's an app called Dice, D-I-C-E. They use oh, like Deco. Yeah. Back up. Yeah, Deco. <laughs> you put your tickies up there and you fucking, you know, you get reimbursed. Um, wait, wait, are you guys aware that the, the, here they call ACDC Akadaka? Yes, yes, because yes, an Australian and an Australian sent us a cheat code video for all the Australian abbreviations we should know. I did watch on YouTube. Me that too. was pretty great. Was it was great. Thank you. For, yeah. Um, I think Joel. Shout out Joel. Yes. Uh, um, from my age, my age, my age. I never knew how to say that. How do you say those? My all age. the age songs. It's my age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not my age. Like Cambridge. I think it's my age. I think it's Cambridge. It's an idge, like a Coolidge. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. Um, at, yeah, so 700 people. So this this app, this app, um, you can relist your tickets like if you can't go and then people are on a waiting list and just buy them for the amount that you paid for them, which is kind of a nice idea. Hell yeah. But um, so they sold 700 tickets and were 400 people on the waiting list. So Incendiary could have done at least 1,100 people in Brooklyn on a Saturday in January when it was snowing out and it was in the 30s. So, And the L train was down. Um, <laughs> but it, this was the second time. They sold this place out last year um, with Age of Apocalypse and God's Hate um, right after the pandemic sold the same place out. Um, it's a cool venue, no barrier. Um, it's like a, it's a rock venue, but they uh, – 
Stansa was great. Inclination got a re- really big reaction. I was like, hey, did you guys ever play New York before? And and uh, Tyler was like, yeah, we played Long Island. I go, did you guys ever play New York before? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Long Island. I go, I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> and I was like, no, like the five boroughs, I mean, like Long Island's wonderful. It's a, it's the fucking, the, the jewel of New York and Long Island hardcore is, I mean, obviously it's the most important part of New York hardcore at this point, but like, so you ever played the five boroughs? And they're like, no. And he's wow. like, my other band played. Yeah. They had never, cause I mean, they don't play that much anyway. Right, right, and right. Tyler was like, yeah, we played, um, another mistake played someplace in Bushwick and it was five people there. I go, yeah, Brooklyn's kind of weird. It's, you know, hit or miss. Yeah. Um, they played, they, they were fucking great. Um, got to talk to our buddy Isaac. We're going to have him back on soon. Hell yeah. Um, it was so much fun. They were great. And then in San Diego, it was just unbelievable. They did the full record, which is, I mean, that's a tough lift and they killed it. People went fucking ape shit. They sounded great. Um, and then they had like this very quick, like two minute video of like, the 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 time frame of that record for like the f- four years between when when Cross the Living came out and before the, before the Thousand Miles Stare record came out, yeah, uh, and like <laughs> yeah, it was cool. They had like you know like just old pictures and flyers and all stuff. It was really cool. Like in between, and then they came out and did like maybe five songs off, like some off the new the one song off the record that's about, that's going to come out this year, and then like four songs from like the splits and the, and the Thousand Miles Stare record. It Hell was yeah. fucking unbelievable. It was over by 1030. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, three bands. And I mean, it could have been done earlier because they did the like rock club. Like, I mean, you guys need an hour, right? Like everybody. It, so it was like st- Stancil at 730, Inclination at 830, Incendiary at 930. Nice. So like Inclination was like ready to roll at like 805. And it was like, <laughs> well, we got to wait till 830 to play. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, it's it's brutal. Um, but yeah, it was a fu- it was an incredible show. I mean, those dudes are just they're like a fucking machine. Like I've never seen them have an off day. It's like un un unbelievable. Um, sound is great. Like they're just like so on. Like they could take off fucking six months to come back and like there was always like there was always a quote like Don Mattingly was like they would be like yeah he can roll out of bed and and hit a double. Yep. I feel like that's what incendiary is. Like they could roll out of bed and be like, "Oh, like they're one of the best heavy bands I've seen in ever last twenty years." They're like just so impressed. It's so fucking great, and they're some of my favorite people in in not even in hardcore in the world. So it was really cool Hell to yeah. see them. I was, I'm proud of them. They're like my little brothers, and I'm I'm really happy for them. Yo, and and, and I uh, miss fucking Loudon. Loudon was there. I didn't see him. Mm. He was there. He was texting me, where are you? And then by the time I got to where he was, he was gone. He's like a ghost. Just dust in a cloud. You know what I mean? That's it. So. Dust in the wind, um, man. And then, wait, was that the that's the show you went to this weekend? You didn't go to any other shows, right? Did I go to any other shows this weekend? No. No, I no, did not. Okay. That brings us to the meat of the day, and we're going to take it from a different angle. Tom, you attended this year, 2023, uh, Florida's finest FYA festival. Fuck uh, your attitude. Yes, I did. There's a ton of conversation about bands, this, that, the other. Y'all seen the, you, the YouTube videos? Um, seeing videos of Mind Force hit like multi-millions of views because they're hitting weird TikTok virality is amazing. Oh, I was not aware yeah, of that. Yeah, them and Bulldoze. Yeah, yeah. There's there's several there's several different mind force videos that are like like 
1.5 million views, 2 million views. And I'm just hoping some of that uh, trickles into someone throwing the record on going, yeah, what's this Excalibur about? What's this New Lords thing? So, um, well, it's yeah. funny because our boy was like, had like younger students coming up to him and be like, oh, yo. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man. Like yeah. he was trying to keep like, for the folks like that have like full time, like, you know, like jobs that are, you know don't want like the people that they work with or work for or work alongside mm. to know like oh yeah I yell and people punch each other but it's fun as fuck like I don't want anybody to know what I do and like same thing with sure. like, Jay and other people I'm sure like it's it's kind of finally like the bubble has bursted and it's out there but like it's one of those remember like when like Dare was all over like barstool yeah, sports because people were like like piling up like sing along like pig piling for like to sing along and moshing on each other and stuff. It's like that. But I think, I mean, there'll, there'll definitely be some trickle down of kind of being like, no, this might be cool. I want to check this, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's going to be it's interesting. Really it's viral. Yeah. It's just viral. It's just like a video of people doing crazy shit. So yeah. And it looks nuts. Tom overall, FYI, great festival, great weekend overall. Cool times. Yeah, I, I, dude. I mean, and we'll talk about this, but like, yeah, it's just it's a great mix, mostly young kid bands. Lot like the venue's great. It's a fucking beautiful place. It's like you can get married there. You can have your bar, bar mitzvah, <laughs> bat mitzvah, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, really nice. It's it's carpeted for us folks with you know the creaky knees. Mm. Um, it's just set up that like there's a whole space just for the merch. That's cool. So like the main room is just like a, there's a big bar in the it, literally. It's like you're, you're like it's like you're at an open bar at a wedding. It's not open. You got to pay for it. But it's like there's literally a bar in the middle with like oh. um, like nice tables like around the bar. Like I, I like literally sat and watched Life of Agony from like the back, like drinking a bottle of water, being like, this is nice. This is, you know, very, very classy. <laughs> As did you um, like you, you give it a little like sniff, like a sifter? Like, eh, yeah. Nice. And then I swirled it around. And I was like, yeah. this is. 2022 Zephyr Hills. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. I was trying to think of a good brand. I didn't want to hit you with the Dasani. So, yeah, like Poland Spring 2022. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it, it was just, there was a, you know, for the most part, like a really great vibe. People seem to be really be into like all, all the bands, like everyone I saw, like got, everyone got a reaction, which I, to me, I feel like that's the big change in hardcore these days. I've gone to festivals and bigger shows and stuff that like, if you're in that first quadrant, man, you know, you're on the poster. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. But, like, it's a little rough. I, I mean, I've been there. I play, I've been the fucking opening dude that I'm like, okay, well, this is cool. We could say we played with so-and-so. This sucks, but it's cool. Whatever. Like, every band from fucking 12 p.m. when the first band went on, on both days, everyone got a reaction. Mm. that's nuts it was fucking cool cool. it was so cool it was like a lot of young folks a lot of older folks there were definitely some like tampa hessians there for just for life of agony like up front like knees like fucking getting bruised against the stage um being like i remember when i saw them at the orpheum like like legit (laughs) like metal heads that are just there for life of agony um but yeah it was it was a great weekend like uh, you know and we could talk about like the the job that bob does yeah, the job Scanlon does on the stage to make sure, like, dude, there's like 23 bands a day, and it's like, oh, this is like running like almost on exactly on time, like that's incredible. Yeah, so you know, so like, Tom's yeah, hitting like the, the yeah. shout out to all the folks with it because yeah, I mean, everyone I would involved. Be the it's, first. It's tough. 
Bob will be the first person to to credit his team, but um another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We wanted to put a little, you know, we talked about FYA. We talked about a lot of bands who play. They're great, really cool. Tom gave us some direct reports from the show. But to be honest, the whole thing got me thinking about how this is the ninth year of FYA. Uh, you know, obviously COVID got in the way of a few of those, but that nine years of doing the festival. And, uh, you know, Patrick, actually this, this concept, this conversation was inspired. Um, who's the fella you mentioned? I believe he's from the Northwest and he's been active in a lot of bands, but not somebody who gets... Not somebody who's necessarily a name, unless you're in that specific scene. Oh, uh, fellow's name is uh, August Ames. I want to say right. No, that's and, and so, graphic actress. Hold on, August Alston. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, I want to take a minute to shout out an old buddy and discuss Bob Wilson and the fact that this one dude has done so much that has people flying from all over the country to a hardcore festival in Florida all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, has been booking shows for well over a decade and done a bunch of bands. And it's kind of the story that I think is really interesting. And it shows like, it's like this weird, the weird story of hardcore. It can be told by individuals. It's basically a lot of a collective idea but without a handful of people doing it and being involved and pushing the things like DC, DC is cool. Discord is cool. Like that whole thing's cool. If you subtract Ian Mackay from it, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if it's a form. It might just be kind of splattered. Uh, the same could be said for a million different spots. And times and like what what is the late eighties, mid eighties in New York like without Ray Capo? Uh it'd be pretty different. <laughs> so I'm not uh, you know, with Bob, it's not that kind of same thing. I'm not trying to be like, oh, this is some figurehead, but it but the point is you can choose to become someone who does things and just figures that shit out. Uh and I thought it was kind of an interesting way to talk about this. Gentlemen, have either of you would either of you have ever heard of Doylestown, Pennsylvania, if it wasn't for the hardcore stuff that was happening there almost twenty years ago at this point? Probably no. not. No. Right. So uh, to start the journey of Bob Wilson, dude's originally from the Philly suburb of Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Uh, I think he bounced around. He might have actually been from Philly. So we're not going to give his bio, but yo. Doylestown had shows for a long minute, and he was in a band called Letdown, who toured Europe, I believe, once and did really badly. And it's like a funny story. <laughs> Epically, yeah. Great. Epically funny. Um, if you get a chance, find a video of their show in Italy where they're playing some big outdoor stage. 
to to like no one, no one. Um, and they serve as this funny bridge. Uh, do you know who put out the first lit down record, Tom? Um, I was gonna say, is it you? No, no, no. Uh, well, you Dead put out by Mercy. I put out Mother Mercy. Dead by twenty three. So, Robbie Red Cheeks, OG Philly dude. Dead by twenty three. Can either of you explain the Dead by twenty three phenomenon that happened? No, it, it, that was like very adjacent to where I was at. Uh, yeah, aware of it the whole time. Uh, it became this weird like so. Robbie put out the Letdown Seven Inch. Put out a few. Uh, put out the uh, what's the band for, um, uh, Final Plan uh, from Cleveland. Did a few other records, some local Did stuff, some other. Fil- no, he didn't. He did Damage his band. Damage, Damage Seven Inch. Um, and he did some other stuff, but like he did a lot of variants and a lot of like individual, like low press, like, Hey, I screen printed six of these, that kind of thing. So it was super, super collectible and it had this weird moment. Um, and it was really cool and letdown was, but I associate dead by 23 with like 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. Like I think, and I have to look it up, but I'm doing this off the top. I think that the letdown seven inch comes out in Oh three or Oh four. Um, that long, so, yo, yeah, like Fuck, that's. I didn't realize it. I, I'm pulling it up now, so let's see this. Yeah, the letdown. Uh, okay, it's 2005, so that's right. It's like a later Dead by 23. But, but yeah, okay, that makes sense. I, I was, I'm not gonna make Bob as old as that, but um, still 18 years ago. Yeah, Jesus Christ, 18 years ago. Um, and it was just for people to get the roots of this. Bob went on to do some bands. We'll talk about. Uh, a fellow named Drew Ferry played bass and let down was also in the band Gypsy played bass in Mother Mercy for a while. Little known fact, Drew Ferry is the reason the rival mob started making t-shirts. That is a little known fact. <laughs> Why you might ask uh, Drew got stabbed at sound and fury 2009 by like a, a local hobo punk <laughs> and the rival mob made benefit shirts for him up until that point they had been banned they had been a band for over a year maybe closer to two years or something they had never made shirts so it was kind of like their thing so anybody wearing a rival mob shirt has has drew ferry and letdown to thank for that uh, wow! Because that opened the floodgates where they're like, uh, you know what? Maybe maybe this whole making shirts thing isn't a bad idea. <laughs> um, uh, Letdown, uh, a band who I really liked live. I liked a couple songs, but on a pure putting it out there, were better live to me than they ever totally got on recording. Um, but this is trying to keep it real and one of those things where it's like, yo, go go check out this band if you haven't, especially if you're from the PA area because they were fucking, they were important. They were like one of the only bands doing what they were doing. They were fast. They were pretty aggressive. Um, I don't want to compare them to stuff like outbreak, but it's not a million miles from that. If you like faster, hardcore that's in that kind of early ceremony, um, even more contemporary stuff like Gulch, you could kind of find some parallels, but they also bridge the gap where they were trying to, funnel the energy of late 80s stuff with some 90s stuff and like they i think they would tell you they they love the band i hate you and we're trying to do something like that you know um 
Also, anybody who's familiar with the band Nothing, Kyle, who uh, was in Letdown and Mother of Mercy, went on to do not went on to be kind of a big deal in Nothing and Night Sense. So that's kind of fun. Um, now that's kind of the Letdown side of this. This is all one dude, and so Bob, I hope you hear this because I'm going to talk about your stupid ass for a little while. Um, you all are both more familiar with Mother of Mercy. Yes. yes, I love Mother Mercy. All right, talk about Mother Mercy for a minute. Give me a, give me a chance to break. Okay, so Mother Mercy was an interesting band because uh, they were. I don't want them to take this in the wrong spirit. I think it's a compliment. They they were. And remind me not to like let you guys do my eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> they were just, I mean, he wasn't like, I mean, he was okay. He wasn't like the nicest guy. He's all right, though. Like, no, no, no. Listen, I, I just, I never know how, like, this would be a high compliment to me, but I don't yeah. know how other bands take it because it used to not be, which is just that a lot of people who, uh, they, gra- they grabbed a lot of people who weren't deep into hardcore. If that makes any sense. Like my friends who were well, much yeah, more give Give your personal hardcore. on this, which I thought was cool. So uh, I dated a woman who liked uh, all the stuff of that era that, you know, like the taking back Sundays of the, of the era and stuff like that grew up on uh, more like saves the day. Very, you know, hardcore is just like a kind of like, Oh, it's fun to go to a show twice a year or whatever. Sure. Um, Mother mercy, favorite band. <laughs> I just right. And so, so everybody knows mother mercy doesn't sound like taking back Sunday. No, not, uh, not really very close at all. No. Um, so, yeah, I I thought that that was instructive and proved true often that this was a band that just uh, for whatever reason, uh, maybe in the same way Incendiary does now, you know what I mean? Like just gr- manages to grab a, a person who doesn't have to be six feet into hardcore. You know what I mean? And no, I think that's like that's like a really nice attribute to have. Um, and it's funny. And, I didn't know either Bob involved, but like I bought that no Eden seven inch. Mm. In 2008, yeah, I didn't know Bob Wilson or Bob Shed, mm-hmm. and I I love still to this day I love that fucking record. I think it's yeah. a fantastic record. It's just it's a the coolest record, record I put record. out. <clears throat> I, I will say it's I funny. I don't record when I, I think out. Yeah. wow. I mean, I don't. It's great. It seems like it wouldn't be your style, so I was psyched that you like that you put something like that out. But I think sure. that record is fucking like it's metallic but not too metallic yep you know it's like it's not as straightforward hardcore as letdown was no Um, it's stompier it's got more of a mid-tempo to it but at the same time like this is the hard part for me when they talk about letdown i i booked letdown a couple times i thought they were a cool band i thought they were a good band but never totally were the band i loved but then mother mercy put out this demo which Speaking truthfully, the Mother Mercy demo became No Eden. Um, that was awesome. I was like, "Oh, this is great!" I'm pretty sure the first time I ever no, I so I'd booked <clears throat> Let Down at this point. So, but the first time I ever really talked to Bob was being like, "Yo, this Mother Mercy stuff is great." Uh, you know, uh, and he was like, I, "I think I was like, yo, what are you doing with it?'" And he's like, "Oh, you should put it out." And I was like, "All right, cool, let's go." So, Done. um. And that's how we did it. Uh, fun fact, Scott McGrath, uh, head of uh, Maggot Stomp Records, did the layout for that 7-inch for me. Mm. So that's why it no looks way. so it's cool. A, it's an awesome-looking record. 
Awesome looking. Trifold, cool. Uh, spot varnish PK. Looks cool. Um, love a spot varnish. How do, so this band, to me, I actually liked what you said, Incendiary. They don't sound like Incendiary, but there's that metallic. You, you nailed it. It's metallic with still being pretty clearly hardcore. Um, along the fringes, Mother Mercy may be a tad f- closer to hardcore, but as they went along, they would do some dirging stuff and like a little bit of the heavier stuff playing with some rock elements, especially on three. Um, and they did the LP on six feet under, uh, as well as some of the letdown material on six feet under as well. The last record came out on bridge nine. Um, and the constant of letdown and then into mother of mercy tour dogs, like just toured like crazy. And, um, I think that's the only reason there's a break for this but this is one of those things where bob wilson's a dude who was in these two very active bands but was like still putting together shows while he was touring and then sometimes he was there for them and sometimes he wasn't and would come home and book shows so like saying this dude was knee deep in hardcore is like kind of like you might be underrating how how involved this dude was and what he was doing you know for years and years and years and years and years um and so then dude moves to Florida for a while and does a band called Malice at the Palace. Uh, musically, how do you describe Malice at the Palace? A little more, a little more moshy, m- moshy heavier. Metalcore is the wrong word for it, but more metallic. Than, yeah, yeah. Like moshier, heavier. Um, I actually think they're 12 inch. The 12 inch they did with Six Feet Under is really cool. Um uh, did a split split with Jesus piece in 2017. Um, but like at some point in the midst of this, Bob, along with shout out to our buddy, Sam triple B starts FYA fest. And <sighs> Florida has a long history of cool, hardcore fests that get kind of maybe don't get the shine that they do in the historic way. This is for you. Fest was always cool. I thought that was a fun fest to go to. Yeah. Um, from Daytona. Yep. And what was the, there was a Orlando fest. Was it called magic fest? Maybe magic fest. There was Gainesville fest before it became like before it became, yeah, the insane, the, the fest. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be Gainesville fest and like, they'd have it like either like, you know, they used to have it at a, like a, uh, campgrounds in the nineties. And then they started doing an event, like, uh, played it. Like, I forget what the name of the place was eight seconds. Maybe I don't remember somewhere in Gainesville. That it was like, you know, when it was like two hardcore fest. It was like 2002. Yeah. It was like, it, I mean, it was literally Hellfest, Crazy Fest, and pretty much that. Right. Sure. Yeah. In 2002. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't a ton. But Florida was always like, yeah, like, the, like I think that was the way for people to get touring bands through to kind of be like, well, we'll get everyone all at once. At once. No going all the way down to Miami. And yeah, yo, shout out Miami. I want to go to Miami shout right out Florida. Now. Yeah, um, yeah, shout out Florida. Um, and also the funny thing is that uh hardcore wise, <laughs> touring, do you remember how winter break specific touring would be for years and years? Because it's when oh, sure. people would be out of school and they would do the winter break tours. So a bunch of bands would all be on tour at once and they'd conv- converge right. on it. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, spring break was another one. Uh, there's a convenient placement of United Blood near spring break. 
I'll tell you that much, uh, because yeah. it was an easy like, hey, we're leaving from the northeast on spring break. Let's head down through United Blood. Um, so, shout out because FYA, right from the start, kind of carved their own niche, and we're doing things that were not Sound and Fury. I'm doing things that were not. This is hardcore. We're not any other fests, but fit right there. And like, yo. If someone said, hey, I've been to all the hardcore fests and FYA is my favorite every year, I get it. Uh, seems like a cool energy. I love how it's expanded. Um, and and I think Sam signed out after the second year, maybe. It kind of just was there to help get it all set up. And Bob just kept pushing with it. And so shout out to him. Shout out to his friends who've helped push it along. This is all to it be a big one. Oh, sorry. What's that? Go ahead. It was uh, one of them was originally at like one of the the Hialeah places yeah. that only exists cool. in Florida. Yeah, I forget who played it. Like it, it was early incendiary. Like yeah, I think Cold World had a headline one of the nights or something. Like it was in a Hialeah fucking venue. Like that dude has had shit luck with venues and has constantly like found a new dope place to have it. Yo, uh, doing four years of Sound and Fury, all three of us were like enough we're we're good did you ever repeat a venue yeah 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 the first two years we're at this place the alpine if we could have kept it there forever we would have just because we loved the spot that um, was in ventura that was in ventura it was a skate park i believe we kept it alive for two years essentially because of the <laughs> festival and a few shows we do but um no we moved it and and bob had to deal with that right from jump and not even just but doing a venue but doing a festival is a lot there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through by the way, he's had to deal with a lot more different shit. And I, I give my hat off to people doing big shows these days because sometimes you're dealing with bands. Sometimes you're dealing with booking agents. Sometimes you're dealing with both. Sometimes you have to find the way to make all of that work together. You guys understand this as dudes in bands and in, as dudes in bands who've worked with people who are helping book your band. How much does it kind of suck when it's a buddy or an acquaintance or somebody who used to book you but now you got a booking agent and you don't want to step on the booking agent's toes but you're kind of like well you know this is my We've buddy I, I, this, uh, yeah yeah sucks uh, yeah, sucks <laughs> so so anyways um navigating that shit enough is enough to just you know be like i'm good i don't need to book this and uh it's it's just really cool this is all to say the stuff that like is directly is currently in a band called off the tracks people should check it out they did a tape on from within and are on those uh what are the comps called what are the from within comps called is it on there well if it isn't on there it should be um is on with from within comps um one scene unity and uh bob does a uh a tape label um i think they might have done some records too actually um, but he's been instrumental behind the scenes with stuff like this is hardcore booking shows in Philly. Um, and I just, man, uh, I think he deserves a lot of credit for what he's done and for the people he's helped out. I don't, I think people like fr- from within to tell you right off the jump too. Um, he was, he's been a big part of helping that label get off the ground. His label is called Rebirth Records, so people should check that out. He's done a bunch of tapes at this point. Um, and I don't know. I just I just think that's cool. It's cool to see someone who... It's not like Let Down was the biggest band. It's not like Mother of Mercy was the biggest band. 
uh, not like Miles at the Palace was another big band. This dude just kept doing stuff and making shit happen, and that's kind of the power of hardcore, right? Um, is being able to set out and do the thing and make it happen. And I think you see that, you see the passion, you see how excited he is about it every year. And uh, so consider this our homage, our thank you to you, Robert Taylor Wilson the Fourth. Yeah, a little unexpected uh, Bob Wilson tribute today. Uh, yeah, why not? I'm not mad. Uh, but I am a little mad on the, uh, hardcore discourse about, uh, that came out of the festival about, uh, lights on at the, at the hardcore show or not. Well, let's get into that because that's really the heavy hitting content. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we arrived someplace. Are you, uh, there's only one rule. Keep the lights on. Um, no date and athlete. Uh, what, what say you guys lights on at the hardcore show or lights off? Never, never lights on. I'd rather play in pitch darkness. Yeah, I'm with that. So, I mean, I'm I'm recording this in a room with dim dimmed lights. So I'm I'm you know I'm I'm obviously on your team, but <sighs> Tom, I'm no, gonna I, I, grab I'm gonna grab the pat hat and put on uh, Devil's Advocate. Uh, you've played outdoor shows with like natural light, you know, like sunlight midday. Yeah, felt like, like felt like strapping a bomb vest to myself and running to the crowd to just m- make it end all of our pain. I is, hate that shit. Would you rather play the super dark club then? Uh, like, what's rather, the rank? Give a power rankings on lighting in the club. Okay, um, uh, best of all time is uh, very simple spotlight setups uh, that aren't trying to do anything except it provide enough, enough light uh, that you can see everybody on stage, but things still look visually compelling and cool. That's the all time. Second to that is light dudes doing too much. Holy shit. What the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's goofy, but I'll take it. And then, then there's uh, light VH uh, VFW style lights are on. Uh, and then, uh, 20 steps below that is sunlight. <laughs> so you'd rather do lights on inside the, like the yellow overhead, like, yeah. Oh yeah. I'd, I'd rather VFW. Oh. I'd, I'd rather be at the Elks lodge, uh, with that nightmare light. That's n- completely yellow because, uh, yeah. they still oh. have the fixtures from when people could smoke indoors. And yeah, I, yeah. I'd rather have that than like soul sucking cubicle overhead light style. Like, Long bar light style. You're yeah, taking that. help me out. Who's the who, uh, Lumberg? I'd rather Lumberg yeah. fuck me than office than, space. Than, yeah, than uh, than have the fucking. You said I could have the stapler. <laughs> sunlight is. It's pretty got it. Burn a building down. And listen to those of you that I've done your fest and I'm doing your fest this year, and you do the outdoor thing. I'm happy to be there. Thank you for having me. Uh, that said, I wish the sun would explode during our set. I hate it. I think it's the, I think it's the, like the most, it, it's the least visually compelling thing I've ever seen in my life. I'd, I'd rather watch, uh, like clothes blowing in the wind on a, on a, on a clothesline. It's, it's like, there's just nothing there. It's like, Oh, these people look so normal in a bad way. I mean, you could pull like the Al Jorgensen move and refuse to play until the sun goes down. I trust me. It has been discussed. <laughs> It is. I was like, yo, we'll play last. Like, we'll play on. We'll put us on after Guns N' Roses. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I oh, just hate the sun. I hate the sun. Tom, what say you? Pitch black, super dark club, or 
into your I mean, happy medium. Yeah, I yeah, well, like, right, right. Yeah, FYA is like very bright, and I think I wonder. Um, it it, it feels like you know, I don't know if it hel- it, it hurts it deters people from really acting a fool. Yeah, it could mm-hmm. that's true because okay. everyone can see you. Um, but it's funny. There was a tr- they ha- there was definitely like tr- a trellis like with lights, like pointing at the stage, which must be uh-huh. only for like Street Sixteens or something. Right. <laughs> um, but I would like I don't like even like you know Warsaw any of these places. I would rather be like you know crowd is almost pitch black, and the stage is like dim. Yeah. Like nobody needs to see like anybody in fucking like bright light. All right, so <clears throat> let me give some notable clubs that I think have good lighting. Seabees uh, had really good light. It was dark yes. in that club, but you had a little bit of the ambient bar light in the back, and good lighting on the stage that enabled there to be good crowd light when you needed it. When they would turn on the lights at Seabees. I think every human in the room felt like a what it feels like to be a cockroach when the lights go on in an apartment. Like you can't get out of there fast enough. You're like, oh, right. fuck, and it was out so right dark. Yeah, and they had that giant like hanging curtain. Yeah, like you'd step out, like you you couldn't tell. Like, am I walking out to like midnight or three p.m.? And like you'd walk out, like the your retinas would burn. Yeah, yeah, but no I think thanks. yeah, but CBS had the perfect like. I can only see. Like most of the mosh pit beyond that is yeah it's it's a no man's land I don't, don't know, know what's there yeah yeah um that's my favorite good call on that one good one uh Gilman honestly uh, I don't know if other you have familiarity little yeah. brighter than CB's but good light on stage but dark for the rest of the room like and it felt dark but it wasn't. Then there were good. They usually they had a separate. Depending on what the setup was, sometimes they'd have the merch in the separate room in the back, and there was good light back there. So you got a little bit of light from back there. So it wasn't terrible, but that was nice for for smaller clubs. VFW, you got You got to be smart. Go into that VFW beforehand. Test those lights out. Fight a dog. Be back. Yeah, go fight that dog. Turn those lights on and off. Figure out what lights you need to have near the stage. And then shut the rest off when bands are playing. You cannot leave the lights on the whole time. Like it's just inadvisable. Right. When you see the guy, like the, yeah, the guy who runs the VFW chain smoking in the back, you can <sighs> see him from the stage. Nobody needs that. No, all of a sudden it feels like you're at like kind of a bad kids like, like like midday yeah, event, like, right? You know, like, yeah. I mean, FYA was like I was at like Javits Center looking at boats. See, I like that. Okay. Well, you know what? The it was very bright. Very, very bright, which is the fine. One, it's the fine. one thing, that one Mind Force video that looks outrageous from the back, and everyone knows everywhere. Everyone in the room has their arms in the air. Yeah. Uh, yelling and screaming. Screaming and yelling. Uh, it doesn't look the same if those lights aren't on. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there's an argument for it. I, I prefer, I don't like a super, I don't want a pitch black club, though. I don't like a pitch black. No, I hate walking into like a place that I'm like, yeah, I can't see. Like the place where Incendiary played, it was literally like it looked like a laser tag arena. Like I couldn't see five feet in front of me. Like I'm like, am I gonna like fall down a set of stairs? Like I don't know what's going on here. It's so dark. 
and, and so there's like a happy medium between the two. Yeah, and and the worst the worst for me, Pat said the worst for him is the outdoor fest. I I don't mind being outside. I don't, but I agree in a show out environment. I'm never choosing outdoors per se. Um, midday or like late afternoon on an all day fest, and it's in the pitch black black club, and you go in and then you come out and you're like, oh my god! And again. That's the uh, that's the Dracula effect we call that. You come out of a pitch black rock club, and the light is uh, still out outside. You're like, it makes you question every decision you're you've you've made in life, and like, should I continue to pay money to see guitars on a stage? You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's brutal. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um, yo, and off CB's top, was the king of that. Yeah, yeah, because CBS would have those long shows, like. <sighs> We will at some oh, point. a break do, between shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll do the right between sets. Yeah. The revisionist history on CBS because hmm. all love for CBS. Lots of love. Yo, know, they had some long shows that didn't need to be so long sometimes. <laughs> oh, dude! I posted a uh, a, a, vi- uh, a, a flyer the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. It was. It was. Uh, you know uh, what's the name of the fucking zine? Um, Jack, no, not jackpot. Hold on, give me one second. Yeah. Bam for a oh, it was guillotine. Oh yeah, yeah. New York, it's an OG, yeah. like one of the early, you know. Yeah, and they kept doing zines so, till till the late nineties, maybe even early. They're 2000s. still around. Wendy's still around. Still goes to shows. Oh, yeah. So cool. I posted a flyer. Let me count how many. Let's see. We did a benefit show for it. Was for the for the zine. It was uh, eight dollars. Started at two p.m. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 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 Distance, Urban Riot, Down Low, Cold Front, Spirit of 88, who I don't remember, 25 to Life, Endure, which is Matt from Bold, yep. right. No Values, Indecision, Kill Your Idols, Sub-Zero, Crown of Thorns, Ensign, Maximum Penalty, Shutdown, Warzone. Whoa, whoa. What year was this? Faction Zero, CBGB's Faction Zero, 97, Lady Luck, which is Roger's band, Roger AF's band, yep. That's right. and Inhuman. <laughs> and Inhuman. <laughs> crazy. I mean, it's a, and it was when H two O was, I know, and H two O played too, and they had, they played in the middle, and it's so the show sold out twice, so like <laughs> they counted everyone that left after H two O, and then let that many more people in. Wow, yeah, it was it was nuts, but yeah, there's no need. To, I mean, there I've been to a lot of like, oh, cool, nine bands at CB's. right? It's not, yeah. and you know, and you can't and lean on that, the wall because everything's got staples in it. That yeah, that lineup. Honestly, way too long, but there's a lot of good. A lot of good. Um, I went to a good handful of CB shows where it was a lot of bad. Like, nine-band show. You want to see two bands. There's seven other bands playing. Whoa. Um, yeah. So so shout out to the, the efficiency that we've evolved into. Uh, Patrick, I'm, I'm posing this to you. Outdoor festival in a nice place where it's not too hot. Okay. Or... Pitch back black club. You play at two thirty in the afternoon. Same city. It oh, is God. Um, blistering sun outside. Yeah, probably. In, probably. I'll probably take the outdoors. I guess. Yeah, it's tough. I know these are difficult things. Either way, um, 
Was there really discourse on this? Did I miss all this? Man. Yeah, it was on Twitter. There was a little bit. People were like a little upset about the lights. But some people loved it. Some I, people loved it. I I would, uh, to me, it has like a very like, you know, I, I've been to many, many shows at VFW Halls and it has that kind of familiar, nice energy to it. So I'm not, I'm not mad per se, but, and now that we've compared it to sunlight, I'll fucking take it anytime. But I would probably, uh, <clears throat> I would probably go very, very simple lighting rig. Like we're talking like $200, um, uh, of just like construction spotlights. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would probably be my, and, and pitch darkness. And that would probably be my preference. Mm. Mm. I was too oh. busy watching the bands to realize that the lights were on. Oh, is that right? Are you here to watch yeah. the bands? You're here to check out the lighting. I mean, yeah. Listen, I'm part. I'm the scene police. I'm part. Of, I'm the lighting police on the scene. Hmm. Finger on the pulse, buddy. All right, I have one more question for you guys before we get going. Tom, Bob. do you know what dogs think about us using toilets? Um. Why is that dude peeing in my bowl? I don't know. <laughs> Patrick, what is? please tell us about this. What do you think? I was sitting on the toilet, and the dog came up to me and was like, he just inspected me. Like, like, what are you doing? And I was like, you know what? It is weird what I'm doing. Maybe I should go outside. Maybe I should be like you. And then he leaned against me while I was going number two. And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Comforting you? That's kind of like, 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 that's nice. Yeah. Like, is there something? Like you can do it. You can get it out of there, buddy. Well, honestly, he was probably, sometimes I, you know, sometimes you got to arch your back like I do. He was probably like, yeah, you know, there's probably something wrong with this fella because, like, why would you do this? This is a weird thing yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah he uh, needs more fiber. Like, what are you collecting this? This is fucking strange. Um, but yeah, that was a thought I had. What do you think about uh, sitting on the stage? <laughs> that was the other oh, discourse. Jesus. That, was, that yeah. was the big one. Uh, the other Discord. I mean, well, that shit sucked though, because that same person like hurt our friend who had a. Was it the same? Before. It was the same oh, person. I have no. That idea was the rumor. About now. All right, so uh, people who don't know, there was a fella sitting on stage at a show in L.A. Not on the side of the stage, no, which is also not advisable. Like right in front of the drums. Center stage. Um, that is just like let's address them separately. Terrible move. What are you doing? Like. Then I'm, you get soccer kicked in the face. I was yeah, I'm the, I'm the first advocate for not smashing somebody, but like yeah. you have you have lined yourself up to be smashed in an acceptable way. Like I think if we call the police, the police say, "Yeah, like um, do you want us to come kick him in the face first, or what do you want to do? Like what do you want us to do here? You know, like that's that's dumb move. Um, but what what we are second part of this is. Uh, Seb from the band Regulate, singer of the band, uh, announces before they're set that he had a torn ACL. Please don't touch me. Please don't jump on me. Patrick, I'm assuming you haven't seen this because I feel like you're going to rage. I don't know if it's a song, two songs, how many, it doesn't even matter. They finish a song. Someone grabs fella like hug bear hugs bear hug both his ankles and pulls them out from underneath him what the fuck was yeah was this a targeted attack Uh, well no i think he was like a drunk idiot yeah yeah yeah. it wasn't like it didn't seem like he was like i'm gonna hurt this dude it was just like you know i'm up for you know seb's like singing to people and everything and like 
and he's his legs are all fucked up and like the guy literally like just like wrapped his arms around him as like seb was going to walk away and like dude seb just like fucking collapsed like right over like mm-hmm. they were supposed to be in Australia and Singapore and mm-hmm. and Japan, oh, like no, they had all the really? stuff with no pressure. They they, they were doing a layover thing. stop in L.A. Kidding? Layover stop in L.A. before they like flight the next morning to to Southeast Asia. Yo, yeah. uh, I'm not an advocate for violence in any way, <laughs> but we gotta go. Yo, <laughs> I would be very mad. You know how bad it's got to be for that dude to be like, yeah, I'm not. I can't go. That's right. That's right. So, so uh, thoughts and, and thoughts and care to to our buddy because uh, that's a raw deal not to get to do that and uh, that to be part of the reason. You know what I mean? Like that just straight sucks. Um, so. And I know people are like out to like get that guy. Just really kind of consider, you know, consider yeah. whatever the repercussions may be of whatever actions you may. Yeah. Yeah, bestow yeah. upon that person. It's just maybe a stern talking to is enough. I mean, every yeah. every day of life. This is if I could give any advice. Every day of life, go. Is this worth going to jail over? Is mm. this worth? Is this, is this worth dying over? It's not really. And it's usually Pat, not. No, Pat, oh, you got a good relationship. You got a good relationship with your girl. I do. Uh, I got a great relationship with my girl. If I went to jail for something, I did at a show. I don't oh know what that relationship God. looks like. Are I don't you kidding. I, yeah, my, my girl never forgive me. She already thinks yeah. there's something wrong with me. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. They know. They know. But it's uh, so. Anyways, uh, if you are thinking, if you were a Robert Stack voice here, just just consider consider life. You know, think about what you want to do and don't don't do the silly thing. Do Yo, do wait, the thing. I like this kid's like. I just yeah, go I, I, I got to tell this story real quick. I mean, I feel like this kid's a Steve Barman, we, we, like, the guy yeah. that interfered in the Cubs. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. My girl and I know. I'll stop talking now. Sorry. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ! Listen, my girl and I know this uh, the woman from the neighborhood was her dude was beating her up, and mm-hmm. it was like just a messy situation. Cops there all the time. Uh, this whole shit. The dude uh, he runs her off the road. Sorry for this uh, level of detail. I don't imagine. Yeah, this is terribly sad, but yes, please uh, yeah. continue. Uh, she, he runs her off the road while she's in the car with another ex-girlfriend of hers that had gotten in contact being like, you know, wh- whatever. And, and yeah. So two women that have orders of protection against this man, he oh, runs man. them off the road. So Australia, uh, which is reticent to put anybody in jail, it seems, uh, still says, you know, you're a wild guy. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you doubled up on your order of protection. It's a bizarre thing to do, my guy. So, th- so he's in jail yes. and they, uh, she had to appear in a court thing with him or whatever, right? Like a little, uh, zoom and uh, oh, Jesus and, Christ. Yeah. Which is never a terrible feeling. I'm sure. But, but anyway, the point is he goes, he says that he likes, he's in prison, not jail now. Cause he, he, uh, pled guilty. Uh, he likes prison because he's here. He's there with his boys. I just want you to, if you're the fella now, I've, I've never been incarcerated. I've visited many prisons in my life. If there's any part of that, that you like, I'm not a judgmental person, but I'm going to tell you, you need to, you need to get your head checked. Like there's, you got to change up in some way. (laughs) So, So any part of it, literally anything. So if, 
consider that what type of person you want to be like, Oh, do I want to go to jail? You know what I mean? So this is like, now we're giving like advice to like fucking 22 year olds, but like, it's just, just like <laughs> look at it and go, do I want to be the fella that wastes fucking 18 months? You know what I mean? Oh, Somewhere. I dude, time. All I think about is time and not being able to get it back, man. Don't, don't, don't be on the other side of that coin. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Like, and, and you raise a good point. What would my girl do? My my mother stuck no. with my father for two separate stints of uh, like fucking basically a decade plus a the uh, like a decade Yo, ish. And you love your mother. You love your father. If you were you an unbiased, yes, you're an unbiased. Girl, you would be like, "What are you doing, ma?" Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. And it's uh, and you know, I always tell my girl, "Yo, if." you don't she says she wouldn't leave me if i got like i sorry but this is a d- difficult subject but i think that having a terminal illness can be so taxing on the people in your life that right there's there's a there's there's sort of an impulse to be like you want to you want to enable a bail clause should it be you needed. do you do yeah uh, you know what i mean and uh but she says she'd stick around for that shit but i think the anger of me risking it all for some dumb bullshit and going away i think she'd be like nah <laughs> yeah yeah what what do you want what do you want dummy? you're on your yeah. own now um so yeah everybody this is all to say a drunk shithead that that uh hurts someone we all like uh that's a real unfortunate thing i think a slap will do it yeah 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 don't get a venue shut down don't get yourself shut down let's go um yo hardcore there's a lot going on man good deal enjoy <laughs> it there's some new stuff <laughs> Like where you just went with that? Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to keep us out on a positive note as we just spent all this time talking about uh, our our significant others being like, "Yeah, I'm out. You're in jail. I'm <laughs> out." To it's too now. sad. <laughs> Let's talk about hardcore. Um, uh, what do we want to talk about ne- next week? Maybe next week we'll do the '80s uh, for the Turnstile fan. Um, maybe we'll do an '80s Mosh Madness. Who knows? I got to do an '80s Mosh Madness. I'm dying inside. Let's do '80s Mosh Madness. See you next time. <laughs>